You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Well, as you know, Lauren, uh, my wife and I, we just moved and um, I was going through a lot of my stuff and I found a pair of um, kind of uh, big, I don't want to call them MC Hammer pants, but they were a little more relaxed, kind of floppy pants. And, you know, I think they might be coming back into style. I mean, some things just never go out of style, don't you think, Lauren? Uh, I feel like I and she would definitely need to see and pre-approve those. (laughs) I mean, I feel like those pants mixed with a good looking Tom Selleck type of a Hawaiian shirt, like a Magnum PI shirt. I'd be good to go for sure. I mean, I could go anywhere and be. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That sounds great. I mean, I'm sure you see the styles. Everyone's wearing everything 90s right now. So, I mean, that's right on the cusp. I'm I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back, Lauren. I'm totally. Well, speaking of things that never go out of style in the communications realm, today I think we're going to talk about uh, the thing that is always king, which is content which never goes out of style correct you spilled the beans already (laughs) absolutely today we are definitely talking about one thing that never goes out of style which is content specifically kind of the written word um you know, there's a lot of types of content. Think about all the content we consume every day. I mean, you're consuming content right now, listening to this podcast. Oh my gosh. There's so much content. Like it's just a flood of content. Right. But if you dial all that down to, you know, bare bones, it's generally written word. I mean, an ad you see has content, you know, someone wrote that headline, someone wrote the slug. I mean, all of it boils down to a center of an idea, but, um, And we talked about this back on episode 71, if you haven't listened to it, but we talked about ways to improve like your writing, which is editing ideas, some ideas to brainstorm. So that was a really good one if you're kind of in a rut in that sense. But today is a little bit different angle to that. Um, Really talking about more of the language we're using and writing style, um, not necessarily kind of like the nuts and bolts of writing, if you will. So, okay. Okay. So one thing that I have been reading a lot about lately and trying to be more cognizant of, and, you know, it's something that is always evolving, but um, is working on the best practices as styles change. So as we know, AP style, you know, is what we generally write in. Um, as communicators, but they make changes, you know, periodically and through the year and everyone gets upset or everyone's really happy. It's very polarizing if you're a nerd like us, but um, that's one thing that we all need to keep up with or just, you know, styles. But in another sense, it's literally the language. So part of that is ensuring your tone and voice continue to match like your company's direction and values. That's one piece of that. Um, in the past, probably, you know, two years since the pandemic, a lot of companies have evolved as well. Mission changes or even creating different products than they were before, but that constant evolution of business and making sure that your communications are evolving as well is very important to ensure that you'll still connect with your audience or those new audiences and 
you know, the evolution of people and their thinking processes as, as well. And something else that I've been really looking into, um, and I think that we all should, is the use of different types of personal identity language. Um, something that you definitely should research and ensure you're properly utilizing, everyone should. Um, you know, we've all heard the pronoun discussion and different types of pronouns to use. And that goes beyond like a face-to-face communication, but in writing as well. So that's something to make sure that your company's um standards, your writing is also appropriate in that sense. Absolutely. And really, I mean, really thinking about writing for your audience. Um, I kind of just mentioned that, you know, audiences views have changed and your audience, make sure you have a good definition of who your audience is presently, not who that was five years ago um, or three or even two, but who that is today and who you want it to be tomorrow, I think is really important right now. Super important. And I, I think you're so right in the fact that if you can, uh, I don't even know if you can stay ahead, but at least stay apprised of what is going on in that kind of arena. I think that your uh, company and or the messaging uh, will be so on point. And and like you say, content, content, content on all of that. Just check it, check it, check it. So perfect. Right. And even so much so as, you know, going back and reviewing your social media posts or digital publications and website, all of those things. And I'm sure everyone sees like the funny memes, like that didn't age well, you know, things that are on Twitter from 2008 or whatever, but from a brand sense, ensuring you are reviewing your content that is still living out there that you either need to edit or review, change, update, remove, whatever you know, that needs to be done because it obviously is still living on the internet, Um, making sure all of those things are a reflection of you and your company today and who you want to be tomorrow. So I think that's very important. Absolutely. Um, And I, this is, these are kind of like also pet peeves, quite frankly, (laughs) I'm kind of like getting into, but ensuring that everything is consistent, you know, going back and reviewing things, but also putting out what you're doing right now, what's new, um, especially if maybe you've had some changes in your company or people turnover in your company who are creating things, ensuring that voice and those messages are consistent everywhere. And that could take time. Um, but I think that that is something to kind of put on the to-do list as well. And because that really is something that, you know, if I see an ad and then I click through to the website or whatever it is digitally, Um, and things don't match up, that raises some questions for me. And I'm sure I'm hyper aware of it, but I know that the general public notices too. So make sure that you're always working to keep everything consistent and up to date. Which that's tough. I mean, I think that the reality is people think they throw it out there or they do it and then it's, you know, set it and forget it. And, and that's the reality of, of being a professional communicator and being in the, in the realm is, is staying on top of that and making sure that that message is always on point and continues to reflect the mission and or the voice of that organization or that company. Yeah, I completely agree. And like I said, this is going to be kind of short because I really just wanted to iterate two or three things that I just, I feel like I'm seeing a lot lately um, as well as things that I've been personally reading about and just, you know, kind of hyper aware of right now, but The other thing is, you know, we mentioned this at the beginning, but just reminding yourself that the content is key. Like even in your social or digital marketing, you might go out and develop some really cool content, photos, video, whatever. But I always believe that your content, your words should be developed first, and then your multimedia should be paired with that. 
And that might be backwards to some people, but I think really thinking about the message that you want to portray both digitally or through content and, you know, language is most important first, then pairing it with something that complements. But that's just my opinion. (laughs) No. And that's, um, yeah, no, I totally agree. And candidly, that's old school and it's, I think it's Mm -hmm. still the best school. Um, you know, it's easy to get a pretty picture and then try to, you know, add the slug to it or try to run the campaign around that. But then that's a dead end. If you can build a smart campaign or smart messaging and then match uh, visuals to that or match a campaign, that allows you so much more flexibility in the long run. Uh, I think that's so wise. That's a really, really good point, Lauren. Good job. Well, thank you. Well, those are my like three, four, five points. And like I said, go back to episode 71. If you feel like you're in a rut in your content or your writing, there were some really good brainstorming ideas in that episode and some tips for, you know, keeping things clean and editing. So check it out. And then maybe today's will give you a, a good fresh start and a checklist of some things to start working on. So I think that's great. You know, Lauren, sometimes it's not, um, it's not how long these things go. Sometimes it's just, it's packed full. I mean, sometimes, you know, you get those chocolate chip cookies and they only have one or two things in it, but sometimes you get those chocolate chip cookies and man, they've got chip after chip after chip. And I feel like this <laughs> podcast is chock full of chips, sister. I mean, this one is full on chocolate and you did a damn good job. So good job, Lauren. All right. Well, thank you. Well, for the G Factor podcast, this is Lauren Doherty. And I am Tony Van. We'll catch you next week. All right. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.